Well, good morning, my friends. This is uh, podcast number 320 for Thursday, July 1st. Happy July. I pray that you are well. I have neglected something. So turn to Mark chapter 10 and verse 45. I told you that all through Mark, we would have one memory verse. And at least I, I hope I told you that. And it's Mark chapter 10 and verse 45. It is our key verse. And, and, uh, I want to keep mentioning it because I would like by the end of Mark for all of us to have this memorized. Mark chapter 10, verse 45. I'm in the um, ESV, but for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many. Came not to be served, but to serve and give his life as a ransom for many. So I pray you're working on that. I also have a correction um, last Friday. I think the last scripture I gave you, I said was in John chapter 7, 24 through 30, and it was actually Luke chapter 7, 24 through 30. You've probably already found that, and you probably find me making um, <laughs> making those kinds of mistakes. I get excited, and then I, I uh, kind of mess up a little bit, and I apologize for that. I'm far from perfect. No excuse. I'll do better. Uh, but I just wanted to make that correction. Okay, Mark chapter 9. Let's set the stage. Remember, there were, in these letters, there were no uh, breaks. There were no verses. There were no chapters. But Mark here um, tells the story of Jesus coming down off the Mount of Transfiguration. This is just a high point for, uh, for Peter, James, and John, who got to go up to the mountain with him. When they come down, they found the other nine disciples in a dispute. So Jesus is coming back with his disciples, and that's what this means in the first verse, verse 14. And when they came to the disciples, they saw a great crowd around them. Who was it that came to the disciples? It was Jesus. It was, it was Peter, James, and John, Okay. Um, I just wanted to make sure we understood that. So leading into this, you understand that it's Peter, James, and John, Jesus coming down off the mountain. Remember, they, were, they weren't supposed to talk about what happened on the mountain until after Jesus had risen from the dead. Um, and he finds them with a great crowd, and the scribes uh, were arguing with them. Can I just tell you this, that when fighting starts, it stops the flow of faith. When fighting starts... It stops the flow of faith. When the church is not in unity, when people who should be about the task at hand, but they're more arguing about how we do it or who has the authority to do it, then faith just stops. So they're arguing over this situation. And and remember, these disciples had had a great, great success um, casting out demons, healing the sick, but you cannot rest on yesterday's success. You have to continue to grow. That's why these podcasts are important. That's why your Bible study is important. That's why church is important. It's important to be listening to your pastor. And by the way, if I say anything that disagrees with what your pastor is teaching, go to scripture and make sure, because I'm probably wrong. He's probably right. And so, uh, so just write that down. Or if we disagree over just some little minor thing, don't don't shut off the podcast. You can send me an email. You can ask me. You can ask your pastor. But again, if 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 I contradict your pastor in any way, um, your pastor's probably right, and I probably misspoke. Okay. 
Verse 15, and immediately, there's that word again, and immediately all the crowd, when they saw him, were greatly amazed and ran up to meet and greet him. <laughs> it doesn't see what they were excited to see them. They were excited to see uh, the, the other three disciples. They were really excited to see Jesus. The crowd was amazed and ran up. Verse 16, and he asked them, what are you arguing about with them? What are you arguing about with them? And someone from the crowd answered him, Teacher, I brought my son to you, for he has a spirit that makes him mute. And whenever it seizes him, it throws him down, and he foams and grinds his teeth and becomes rigid. So I asked your disciples to cast it out, and they were not able. So I'm sure the scribes love this and said, See, you're powerless. You have no power. You have no ability. Why don't you just get lost? Why don't you just let us take care of this, right? But the father is still hanging around because his son is, is, is not just deaf and mute, but the demons inside of him are trying to destroy him. Verse 19, and he answered them, O faithless generation. He's not just talking about his disciples here. He's not just talking about his disciples because the scribes are there as well. There are people there. How long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bringing, bring him to me. He's not happy with his disciples, and he's going to teach them a lesson in a little bit, but he's not happy with all the arguing, argument and all the argument and all the problem that's going around there uh, as well, because these are all religious people, and nobody's getting anything done. Boy, that sounds familiar. Verse 20, and they brought the boy to him, and when the spirit saw him, immediately convulsed the boy, and he fell on the ground and rolling about, foaming at the mouth. The, the demon responds, the demon shows himself, the demon um, begins to act up, and maybe even the demon knows this is his last shot, so he's going to do the best he can. And uh, verse 21, and Jesus asked his father, how long has this been happening to him? And he said, from childhood. And it has often cast him in the fire and into the water, destroyed him, destroy him. Can you imagine the desperation on this father for his child? That this demon is trying to kill him. This demon is throwing him in the fire. This demon is showing, I'm in charge here. But if you can, but if you can, underline this, but if you can do anything. When we as Christians fail, to, to be what God has given us to be, uh, what God has called us to do, with the authority that he's given us to do. When we fail and we are powerless, it affects not just how they look at us, but it affects how they look at Jesus. And that's what happened here. The disciples are powerless. The scribes are getting nothing done, and all they're doing is arguing. So the, te so the man says to the teacher, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, if you, if you can, all things are possible for one who believes. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible to the one who believes. He says, or will you believe? It doesn't appear that anybody else is going to believe with me. Will you believe? And immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe, help my unbelief. What an honest answer. I do believe that I'm struggling. Look what I've seen and look what I've, uh, I've, 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 I've had to deal with all these years. And look at what happened when I brought him to your disciples and they did nothing. And when Jesus saw that a crowd came running about 
together. He rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to it, you mute and deaf spirit. Notice he didn't speak to the boy, to the lad. He spoke to the spirit. I command you come out of him and never enter him again. Not just come out, but never enter him again. What is Jesus showing here? That even the demons have to obey him. 26, and after crying out and convulsing with uh, him terribly, it came out and the boy was like a corpse so that most of them thought he's dead. <laughs> Jesus didn't deliver him. Jesus killed him. Can you imagine what Jesus dealt with? Verse 27, but Jesus took him by the hand, lifted him up and he arose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, listen to this privately, why could we not cast it out? Looking back in their minds, I'm sure, to all the success they had. Now listen to his answer here, because this is important for you and I. And he said to him, this kind can be driven out, but cannot be driven out by anything but prayer. What is he saying? And he's saying the same thing to you and I today, that we need to be in prayer. Uh, Matthew mentions fasting as well in this situation. But it is all about belief, and it's all about continued belief. Faith is like a muscle your, your faith is like a muscle that must be exercised. It is based on belief. And in order to continue to strengthen your belief, you need to stay in the word, you need to stay in prayer, and you need to listen to your pastor and you need to grow in your faith. You need to be memorizing scripture. People talk about, uh, well, I don't really like the Bible. Well, it is our handbook. It is our strength. And maybe you're just not reading it correctly, or maybe you need to get someone to help you to read it correctly. You don't read it like a novel. It is it is our marching orders. It is a book that, that leads us and directs us and builds our faith, builds it up to the point where we're able to handle a situation like this. Now, I hope you never have to deal with anything like this, but the reality is you need to be prepared because our enemy, the Bible says, is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 11. A couple of verses and then we'll wrap this up. Hebrews chapter 11. Verse one. Hebrews 11, one familiar portion of scripture would be a great verse to memorize, but memorize Mark 10, 45 verse. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. If we see it, we don't have to hope for it, right? So faith is, is not blind faith, it's not imagining things, it's not make-believe, but it is the assurance of what we have hoped for. And where do we get this hope? We get it from our relationship with God. And then verse six, it says, and without faith, it is impossible to please God for whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. See, we, we know that Luke chapter 19.10 says that God seeks us. He came to seek and save those who are lost. But that, once that happens, once he has found us, once we have had that relationship with him and we give our lives to him, then it's up to us to continue on a daily basis to seek him. Don't be lazy in your faith. Don't be lazy in your faith. And don't think that this podcast is all you need to grow. It's just a piece of the puzzle. It's just a piece of the puzzle. Listen to uh, the messages at your church. Be at church or be online at your church and listen to the messages. Not just listen, but take 
notes. I've been doing this for 40 years. And the other night I was at, um, uh, on, a, on a Tuesday night, I was at Living Free and Pastor Steve Crockford spoke and I had my note cards and my Bible out. Why? To show off? No, because I need to learn. And Pastor Steve had the pulpit and he had my respect and I did learn some things. I wrote some things down and it was because I came with an attitude of receiving and needing to receive. Why? Because every day I need to be re-energized and every day I need to be challenged and every day I need to grow. I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I get more out of these podcasts than you do. Because if you want to learn something, the best way to learn it is to teach it. And so I've been in the Word, and I'm loving, loving, loving all of the study and the preparation. And that's why sometimes I go 100 miles an hour, because there's so much I want to give to you. Um, And I feel like sometimes it's my last time. I treat each podcast like it might be my last time to speak to you. So grow in your faith, because without faith, it's impossible to please God. How do things happen, and how do we accomplish things for Christ? Number one, it's through His power. But it's our faith in him, and we continue to grow in that through reading the word, memorizing the word, meditating on the word, praying, and fasting, asking God, asking God to do great things in you and then through you. Let's look at uh, Numbers chapter 6, verse 24. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. God bless you. Till we talk again.